live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today here on the air. Thank you for joining us, America. We're here to talk about your life and your money. The phone number is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. So a couple of years ago, we started uh, putting out some small books that are one or two chapters long. We call them quick reads. And Anthony O'Neill did one on paying off student loans. Um uh, we took the uh, study, the white paper from the uh, millionaire study, and turned that into a short, quick read as well with the full white paper, all the statistics and nerd stuff from the study. Uh, got another one of these somewhere. Who else has got one? I think those are the only two that I know of. And maybe. There may, it seemed like there's another one floating around in my mind. But anyway, so John Deloney comes on board, and we immediately put together this project. It's a quick read, 80 pages long. In other words, a couple chapters three chapters, depending on how long you think a chapter is, but uh, the book is Redefining Anxiety. It comes out today. Uh, what anxiety is, what it's not, and how to get your life back. And uh, good looking picture on there, John. I tell you what, I got that photo and they said this is going to be the cover. I My first thought was, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> the photographers and digital editors that we have in this building are something The Photoshop else. is amazing. Believe now. nothing you see on the internet, man. <laughs> These kids are incredible. And they can make you look nice. They yeah. can make you look handsome. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you do. You look great, man. So redefining anxiety, what it is, what it's not, and how to get your life back. So if you're suffering from anxiety or... Or you know someone that is, especially if someone feels like it's kind of a death sentence, like it's chronic, like you're going to have it forever. Like you're broken and this is just the way you are. Yeah. Right? That's then inaccurate. You, then that is wrong. That's right. And that's the thesis of this quick read. So be sure to pick it up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and no, it is not an oncoming train. So there you go. Check it out. It's uh, at DaveRamsey.com. We're posting, of course, at Amazon and other places as well. That great books are sold only $10, redefining anxiety. Congratulations, your first Ramsey publication. I appreciate that. Thank you much. Very cool. Very cool. Good stuff. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Dylan's in Tucson, Arizona. Hi, Dylan. How are you? Hey, Dave and Dr. D. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Uh, So my, my fiance and I are both 24 years old. Um, I'm on baby step four, um, and she's currently on baby step two. Um, she has about 28,000 in debt. Um, we're getting married at the end of April. Uh, we have enough cash to cover the wedding. Um, and then I'll even have a little bit left over, um, to throw on her debt after the wedding. Um, some of that's my, my current emergency fund. Great plan. Um, and then, and then after, yeah. And then after, um, after the wedding, after we pay off the debt, uh, we plan on starting, uh, step 3B, saving up for a house. Um, so my question is, um, in the meantime, should I continue investing my 15% um, from now up until the wedding, at which point I would pause that so we can pay down debt, or should I pause it now um, and then just pile up as much cash as I can right now to fill up the debt uh, after the wedding? Man, you are on fire. Your, were, cri- your critical <laughs> thinking skills are incredible. Those were questions I was not asking at age 24. <laughs> Golly, man! Good for you, Dylan. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I don't even. No, I don't even. I'm not going there. <laughs> the, uh, 
man. Uh, seriously, that's awesome. Now, I would pause and pile up cash and, until you've got enough cash to cover the wedding, her debt after the wedding, uh, baby step three of an emergency fund, and torn into 3B pretty hard. So, yeah, I'd be doing nothing on retirement right now. You need a bigger pile of cash, as much as you can get together, dude. And you are really got this thing dialed in. I'm so proud of you. Very well done. Is she on board with you on all this? Uh, she is. She's not. Um, you know, I, I'm the nerd. She's the free spirit. Um, and I'm, I'm obviously a way bigger fan of you guys than she is at the moment. Um, but she's on board. We're actually getting ready to take uh, FDU at our church um, at the beginning of next month. Wow. Um, Great so pre-marriage of, counseling. Know, yeah. Yep, absolutely. So we're, we're just kind of in the planning stages right now, um, working on getting on the same page and all that. Yeah, well that, done. That's outstanding. Congratulations, Dylan. So where did you learn Thank how you. to do all this? Um, well, you know, you, uh, the Dave Ramsey name has obviously, you know, always been well known to me, um, around the church. Um, you know, um, my church always had FBU classes and all the, you know, my parents and all the other grownups would, would always take it. Um, so I always knew about you. Um, once I graduated college, uh, almost two years ago, um, and, you know, was getting ready to start my big boy job. Um, that's when I kind of really started listening to you and getting into it just because the the amount of money I was going to be making was honestly intimidating. Um, and, you know, I was kind of scared of having all that money and not really having a plan for it. So That's um, cool. So basically you were, you're a financial money. peace baby, and so when you start having some money, you said, i got to do this the grown-up way. I'm going to jive in and learn how to do it. Very cool, man. Exactly. Very cool. I love it. Well done, Dylan. Well done. That's generational stuff right there, man. That's, that's fun. That's a legacy turnover. That's right. That's fun. I like the second gen. Mm. Third gen is even better. That's cool. Second gen's your kids. Third gen's grandkids. And knowing how great grandkids are going to be, that would have been nicer to their parents. <laughs> so, All right. Steve's with us in Seattle. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, so COVID hit this year. Wife looked at me and said, get rid of all the debt. We paid off all the debt. Uh, we will have by January. Wow. Um, we didn't have any, any personal debt. It was all wrapped up in our business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably about 300 grand, roughly. Mm-hmm. And you just crushed now, it in, in a year? Yeah. The last few years, we've been invest, reinvesting and just pouring it right back into the business. Plus, we had, you know, obviously quite a bit of debt. Um, so this year, we put everything right back into it. Just wow! Get rid of it. Good. Okay. Um, How can I, I help today? Of, I got a handful of just small little investment properties. Um, now I'm trying to figure out how, because I've had a plan in the years past of how I would like to develop these, but everything involved taking out a loan, and I'm not sure how to do it now. Um, cash flow. I don't take out a loan. You cash flowed three hundred grand. Yeah, but if I was going to build an you know, uh, industrial park, and you're talking, you know, a couple of million easy, not yeah. a couple hundred grand. Aren't you glad you weren't doing that last year? Amen. <laughs> this is why we don't borrow money. The number one real estate person that goes broke are developers. Because okay. they go on the hook for millions, and the market turns, and it always turns, and it leaves them holding the bag, and they're screwed. It's the number one cause of real estate bankruptcy developers 
number one category. So I've developed some property, but I've done it with cash. It means I have to go slower. I have to wait. I have to do it by degrees or in phases. Uh, you don't have to do millions of dollars at once. You can do a $300,000 street and put it in and whatever and get started, sell off a lot and um, take that lot money and then move on to the next thing. And you just do it by degrees and by increments. Uh, you're right. It is an interesting intellectual challenge to do, to do the brain shift the way you're having to do it and the way I had to do it several years ago. But I've never lost money as a result since then. Ha! You wouldn't trade your education for anything. But what about your student loan debt? Well, that's got to go. And Splash Financial can help. Splash Financial helps you save money on your student loans, period. They give you access to the best network of lenders and the technology to quickly get the best refinance offers that suit your needs. Take advantage of historically low rates. With Splash Financial's low rate guarantee, you can't go wrong. Sign up today at SplashFinancial.com slash Ramsey. Our question of the day comes from Blinds.com. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means even if you mismeasure or you pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. You'll get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best possible deal. John, our question. Today's question comes from Chad in Utah. My wife has been diagnosed with disassociative identity disorder, otherwise known as multiple personalities. Too often when she goes shopping, some of her younger identities come up and she ends up spending money that we just don't have. Then she gets home and feels bad about her purchases but is too ashamed to take things back. We are in baby step two and working toward getting our debts paid off, but it's going extraordinarily slow because of this. My question is, what advice would you have to help curb the spending? Aside from simply taking over the money, I just don't know what else to do. You got to simply take over the money. Yep. Um, you got to take the debit card out of her hands. You'll have to when she is in what I would call when she's got her central state when her central identity is running the show. You got to make sure that um, she turns over all of her spending. And your job is now to go to the store. You're working with someone who's not fully well, and until she can integrate some of that, and that's a hard, long process. Um, you're going to be running the show when it comes to the money. Yeah, Just she is not. Um, if we were to, if you, if say someone has dementia, mm-hmm. as an example, they are of diminished capacity right. from a legal standpoint, and so you could take your your grandpa into the judge with the doc's letters and say, "Grandpa's of diminished capacity. We need to take over and take you know they appoint a guardian at litem, mm-hmm. and you don't ask someone who is of diminished capacity to make quality decisions for themselves, right?" And uh, and and so from a legal standpoint, you don't have to do that legally in this case, but uh, you literally take over someone's finances for their own good. That's right. Not for your good, but um, because they're not capable of doing it in, in their current state. Uh, hopefully, there's some work that can be done, and this is not a permanent thing, but uh, but basically you're um, she's got a mental illness. Mm-hmm. 
and you're caring for a, a, a wife who has a mental illness. That's right. And I would recommend, Chad, I would recommend you get a friend or an accountability partner that will walk with you because she may not be able to carry that load right now. And that's the season y'all are in. And you may be in this road for a long time, right? Um, this is a very, very rare disorder, um, despite how much attention it gets on TV and whatnot. And you may be in it for a while. So get somebody you can walk along with you that will cheer you on, that will be frustrated with you, and will help you make good decisions. Um, but, yeah, this is your this is your your road to hope, my man. I'll, I'll give you another one, okay? Something as simple as I've worked with over the years uh, – uh, someone who's recovering uh, from a gambling addiction, mm. you can they can't touch money right. until they've got six months clean, and then they can only touch certain amounts, and then they got to have another six months clean, and then they can only touch certain amounts, and then you know when you got two years clean, we could talk about having joint accounts again. Right. But otherwise, I'm just going to take care of you, right? Uh, because when you touch money, you can't do it. That's right. And so it's not good for you. It's not good for us. And um, so you're expecting something of her that she does not have the strength and capacity to deliver, which is called self-discipline. That's right. And so you've got to step in and do that. Very interesting. Let me ask you this. When I read this, because um, I know nothing about this, I mean, other than I I know what this is, right. but, uh, you know, in, from the three psych classes I had in my right, life, but, right. you know, but uh, uh, how often is something like this misdiagnosed? significantly massively massively true disassociative identity disorder is super super rare and it's just it's a splintering of your identities it's less about you've got different people living inside of you and more you've got identities usually it stems from really significant trauma Trauma. Trauma. from childhood and you've got different identities that will rise up and take care of different things like scary moments and joyful moments and there may be something around money or stores or responsibility that this Jack's wife re- uh, reverts back. Yeah, and yeah. usually there's one that's a quarterback. There's some interesting stuff, man. You can look at the brain images change, uh, blood pressure changes, um, and true diagnostics. It's mm-hmm. it's really bizarre. And, but, it's, um, but it's very rare. It's incredible, but it's very, very rare. Right. Yeah, so um, m- maybe not in this situation, but maybe if someone thought they had that, it could be that it's almost like, we're trying to give something a label where I'm just refusing to control myself. Occasionally, usually, if you've got it's that, just the younger me. I need a victim. Yeah, if if I would go see somebody twice, I'd go see two different people who diagnosed me with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not absolutely 100. percent You can't self-diagnose this. No, right. No, no, no. And sometimes dealing with trauma. Um, and I can't undiagnose it sitting here, obviously either. And that's, that's not right, what I'm either, trying yeah. to do in their situation. I just. Uh, you know, part of part there's a little part of me that wonders. You know, the younger identity. I, I just I've heard so many people have so many excuses that, over the yeah. years on why they will not control their spending. That's exactly right. And um, I'm not and saying this is the case with her, but sure. I just I'm always leery. That's right. And again, in these rare rare moments, yeah, the the, the working together working together means you're taking over. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just because you're just a diminished capacity. That's right. That's different than. I refuse to. Or it makes me scared when, or it reminds me when I was a kid, and that's not, those are different. That's a lot those are different. different. That's right. a difference in a 10 and a 2. The, yeah. yeah. This, this you're talking, 
your heart rate changes, your blood pressure. I've seen some where Even vocal cords reshift. Some are smoking and some don't smoke. I mean, it's you're talking dramatic and it's super rare. And like I said, if if someone I love was diagnosed with this, I would be on the phone with another doctor immediately to get um, a completely new workup to see if this was with this is accurate and true. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It probably shows up in the movies more than in real life. Way more in the movies. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. And by the way, just in case some of you misheard that, in neither one of us are saying that is the case with Chad's wife. Absolutely. It's not. just a discussion because this kind of thing comes up. Uh, behaviors and mental illnesses and uh, diagnoses. You know, bipolar is the one I do get a lot. We get that a lot. And, 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 and that's much more frequent. Yeah, and we're Dave, we're living in a world where you can only get reimbursed from insurance with a diagnosis. And so there is a there is a tendency, there is an incentive to give a diagnosis. Which means get labeled. Get labeled. We live in a world where we overnight, literally 10 years ago, we all got access to everybody's information without the training that goes with deciphering some of that information. And so we all have become armchair quarterbacks when it comes to what you have, what I have. Pop psychologists. And then the third is we are all looking for a reason why, um, like we talked about in the last segment, why we can't just grind out and do the hard, small steps that is every day. And you take all three of those together, and, yeah, you get diagnosis all over the place. You get people diagnosing themselves. Prescriptions issued all over the place. Prescriptions like their Tic Tacs, and then look around. we got a mess, right? But that doesn't undermine there are very real psychological challenges that people experience. Absolutely, they do. There's no question. Just about we're that. living in attention. I'm not right trying now. to be cold in that regard. No, I didn't hear but, that at all. Yeah, but, uh, no. no I'm, I, and I'm just saying, neither one of us are saying that about his wife, because yeah. uh, we don't know in that situation. Yep. But if, if that is truly what's going on, and it sounds like it is, mm-hmm. then yes, you you cannot. She cannot handle money mm-hmm. until she has a level of healing past that. Um, and if you're, you know, if you have someone that's dealing with gambling addiction, they cannot touch money. Mm-hmm. If they're dealing with a pornography addiction, they cannot touch money. As a matter of fact, if they're dealing with an addiction, they just can't touch money. Because addicts, 100% of addicts are broke eventually. It's the gasoline for their fire, right? Eventually. They're going to spend money on their thing, whatever it is they're addicted to, to the point they destroy their family and themselves. Mm. Eventually. There are no such thing as rich addicts. Hmm. That remain rich forever. They remain rich. Yeah. That's right. Huh? Eventually, they're going to snort their, thing, their, their fortune away mm. or, uh, you know... It goes from porn to prostitutes or whatever. Mm. And, um, you know, gambling is pretty quick. You can run through the money with gambling. Real fast. Just open up your computer and you can go through about $100,000 in 20 minutes. Um, And there's always someone on the street corner to give you some more, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's a, they'll, there's a, you know, the internet will hook you up, baby. Mm -hmm. And um, we're now seeing the fastest growing addiction in our offices for financial counseling is Mm. porn. Really? Second is gambling Mm. because of internet access. That's right. It's driven it through the roof. Mm. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. JR and Kylie are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Great. Doing great, Dave. Welcome, welcome. So you're here to do a debt-free scream. Yes, we are. are. How much have you paid off? 
$266,711.10. My goodness. How long did this take? Four years, two months, and 17 days, plus or minus a little stork mode in there. So we have a nine-month-old daughter. <laughs> Love it. She's back in Nebraska. So Wonderful. She's grandma. <laughs> Very cool. And your range of income during the four years? We started out at about 78000 and now we're up to 115. Very good. What together. do you guys do for a living? I'm in logistics and transportation. And I do trade association management. So Very We just cool. went through the EMS um, entree leadership oh, a couple good. weeks ago. So. Very good. Were you here in person or yep. did it on the stream? We were here. Yep. Okay, great. Very good. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah. Very fun. So uh, 267000 over four years. Did you pay off your house? We, well, you tell them. <laughs> well, we, uh, about 24,000 was, uh, cars, 30,000 mm-hmm. was student, or no, 30,000 was credit cards, and then about 80,000 was, um, student loans, and then. Yeah, we had a $132,000 mortgage, and we had talked, um, kind of about moving back home, and, uh, opportunity came up. We have, we're from a really small town, so we sold our house, and we bought our current house with cash. So. All right! Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Long, long answer. Yeah, we did yeah. pay off our house. <laughs> we did pay off our house. <laughs> but it's a little gyration to get there. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Paying, I love it. Paying cash was definitely like, people were like, what are you doing? This is what we need to do. We're for sure. We're sure this is the right move. So. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So what's the house worth that you just bought? Um, we bought it for 80 and it's down to the studs right now. So it needs a little love. Ah. Um, desperate need of drywall. Um, but once we're done, a couple have just sold around the area. So about 130 to 150. Excellent. Mm, yeah. How old are you two? I'm 31, about to be 32. 28. And you have a paid for house. Yes. We do. You're so weird. <laughs> Man. Way to go, you guys. So what did the what did the the folks in the mortgage process tell you as you were you know met with your realtor so we're going to buy this with cash and then you went to closing with cash wrote a check did people look at you weird a little bit yeah people I think people were like make sure you borrow a little bit more so you can cover your renovations mm-hmm. and we were like no we got to do the baby steps we have to make sure we have enough for baby step three we got to make sure we can pay cash we have to make sure we can afford to renovate it and so we kind of just really made sure we had a plan so that we weren't jumping ahead or getting ahead so we did baby wait, step wait, wait, three wait, 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 wait. you had a plan <laughs> yeah. so i told you you were weird <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely the planner of, of us too so i love it very you both cool. seem like a very precise couple yeah. the numbers you gave were down to the to the to the yeah. hundreds right yeah what, what do y'all do for fun uh well when we're not paying off debt um we're tearing out plaster tearing out plaster and lath, and lath and <laughs> travel um uh, Husker football yeah yeah <laughs> back and forth to Nashville a lot lately yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we just times. come to Nashville for fun That's yeah. It, yeah come <laughs> see you guys <laughs> well way to go guys so I mean you've been on quite a journey we have have you even breathed it in that you're a hundred percent debt free yeah it's taken a little while to kind of get used to but. Um, you know, as like the paychecks start coming in and we don't have the mortgage or the loan payments to pay, it's like, what, almost like we have so much margin in our budgets. What do we do with all that money really? So, uh, the budgeting process is a little bit different to kind of get used to that, but it's, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. Way to go, you guys. I think the biggest thing for us, like just going into work and like we both enjoy our jobs, but just going into work and knowing we're choosing to be there. We're not feeling the pinch of, mm. I got to get Ooh. this paycheck. I got to, I have to make ends meet. Like we choose to go to our jobs every day. And You're we not both, trapped. Right, right. We just know that we're there and we want to be there. And I think it makes us better employees too. Yeah. And absolutely. We, we coordinate the class and um, we're doing one right now. And we had lesson two last night about dumping debt. 
And Dave, you have that part about like you're walking out and like, where are you going? I don't have any payments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we can definitely relate to that. Ha- yeah. Has it hit you yet that your nine-month-old daughter will have none of these experiences? Won't have that stress, those late-night pacing around your house? Um, she won't deal with that. She's going to have a totally new family tree because of the work you did. Yeah, that's something that I kind of thought about a lot throughout the process, too, when we first got pregnant and then when she's here. Because, um, like, as a kid, it, you know, our family wasn't very financially set. So um, my childhood was not as, as good as I wanted it to be. So hers is going to be definitely way better. That's incredible. I think yeah, just yeah. seeing her and having her around just, like, gave us that push to kind of, like, really go after it. To know, like, we and we don't want to have to constantly feel this pinch all the time or say no all the time. So Yeah, live mm-hmm. like no one else. So later exactly. you can live and give like no one else. Right. I love yeah. it. I love it. Way yeah. to go, you guys. Who were your, your, so you're leading a financial peace class. Yep, our fourth one. Okay. Well, wow. So what started the whole journey four years ago? Did I ask you that already? <laughs> well, it started about five years ago. Um, I w- was going on a trip up to Canada, a fishing trip up to Canada with some buddies, and we drove about 14 hours from Lincoln up to Canada. Mm-hmm. And the driver who controls the radio was also a big fan of yours, so we got about 14 hours of Dave Ramsey podcast. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> So we've we've coined it as the Ramsey road trip now. Oh, I don't want to go on that trip. <laughs> I've listened to 14 straight hours of my boss, and it's a lot. So congratulations. They jumped out of that truck, though, and they're like, we can sell the boat. We can sell our guns. We can sell oh, our wow. truck. We can sell. What can we sell? What, what? I was like, what is this? Where did you guys go? I thought you were on a fishing trip. Yeah, she kind of thought it was a racket at first. She's like, I got my own gal that I get my financial advice from. And then about a year later is when we got married and kind of decided uh, yeah. that's when we need okay. to get on track. So one of your first orders of business in marriage is dive into this plan. Yep. After the honeymoon phase, we got back and yeah. took a couple Started weeks off. Started the spreadsheet. Yeah. Oh, the, the spreadsheet. <laughs> the planner begins the plan. <laughs> the budget meetings. I the, like it. I the like tears. It. Mm-hmm. So uh, who were your biggest cheerleaders? I think leading the class really gave us a lot of accountability. I was We took the class. Um, we had... A, just a shout out to Nick Wagner. He um, was our coordinator and he's just done so much for our family in the last, um, yeah, it's just been so helpful. And so that was really helpful for us accountability wise to just like have that nine weeks of just really getting after it. But then coordinating the class, like you have to, you have to do what you're, what you're coordinating, what the class says, and you have to live that out and people are listening. So teaching the class really helped us. And we had so many class members that really rallied behind us and mm. just just really told us like you guys are doing great this is awesome we can't wait to get to where you're at and that gave us a lot of accountability and our church in kansas city yeah. where we lived before was amazing so yeah. okay. our church church family was huge and like, which church were you in casey um christ community da- the downtown campus yeah okay very cool very cool good for you guys well done well done <laughs> well, we've got a copy of chris hogan's book for you everyday millionaires hey, you know the drill it's always the, uh, that's the next chapter in your story, uh, and you've proven that you know how to do this. You have a paid for house, you're 28 years old, just shut up. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, this is amazing. I'm so proud yeah. of y'all. You're heroes. Thank you. So Thanks. very well done. So very well done. Yeah, your next chapter is to be Everyday Millionaires. That's the next chapter in your story. It doesn't end here. This right. is a, you got out of debt, so that. 
Exactly. Right. So that is what's important. Yeah. Exactly. One yeah. of the classes that we had led was during the Marge and KC um, Kansas City classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was very cool to kind of be a part of like the citywide movement. Yeah. And we talked about that a lot too. Like the feeling of peace for me is just having so much margin. And so. Yeah. That's what that, that campaign was called. Margin. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, Randy Frazier, the pastor mm-hmm. uh, up there, got that started as a friend of mine. Yeah. Well done, you guys. Very, mm. very, very well done. All right, here it is, J.R. and Kylie, Lincoln, Nebraska, $267,000 paid off four years and two months, 78000 to 115 income. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free! Yeah! Wow. Oh, that's so cool, man. Man, the math on this. 32 years old, making 115. Yeah. You know, where they're going to be at 42, where oh, they're going to be at 52, gosh. where they're going to be at 62. It's tens of millions of dollars. Right. I mean, they're going to be, wow, what a deal. Mm. What an impressive young couple. It's incredible, guys. And uh, if you're listening out there, maybe that's the first time you've ever heard this. It's your turn. You can. You can do this. You can do this. I'm talking to you. Right there. Yeah, you. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. if you're like most people in America, your car has gotten a little dustier this year. Some car companies have already started giving credits for about 15% of your premium. Now, obviously, if you're confident you're paying the lowest possible price, go ahead and take the credit. But if you're not confident, don't settle for a skimpy $70. You might be missing out on as much as $700 savings, which is most people who work with an endorsed local provider for car insurance with us. People we endorse for that, they shop around among several different companies, get you the best deal. The average savings is $700. Wow. So have somebody shop for you. Text AUTO to 33789. That's AUTO to 33789. Another important thing that I forgot to mention earlier is that we are giving away $500 a week between now and Christmas with a $5,000 grand prize giveaway in the Ramsey Christmas Giveaway. If you're looking for life-changing gifts, uh, check it out. The famous $10 sale is at the store. You do not have to do a purchase of any kind to register for the $500 giveaway, but the $10 Total Money Makeover books are there. John Deloney's brand-new quick read, Redefining Anxiety, is only 10 bucks, and um, all the other bestsellers that we've had are all there for $10. So enter to win, get some cash, and even save some money by getting some deals on these books and other things that we have dave ramsey.com slash giveaway jake's with us in salt lake city hey jake welcome to the dave ramsey show hi dave and dr john how's it going great how can we help so i've been working in the live event industry building producing concerts trade shows oh, no. and other live events since oh, no. i was 18 oh my god and i'm 18 or sorry i'm 28 now 
and I've been trained for years of on the dirt job training, but I'm getting married next month and I have no income right now. And so I'm trying to see what advice you guys have for restarting with a new career. Hmm. Well, you need to, um, uh, cause I, I mean, I, I think live events will be back someday, but I don't know when, um, I don't know anything apparently based on my predictions for this guy last year, but, um, I mean, we are doing some events, but we're one of the few companies in the world that are, and they're very small, and uh, we're doing a lot of streaming stuff, um, of course, but that's more like video production than it is doing live events. So you're, you're right. Um, if um, Yeah, if you were marrying my daughter, I would say get a new career. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> For now, anyway. What do you, Jake, are you just grinding something out right now? Are you delivering? Are you just putting it together? Or are you hey, just how, hanging out? How are you out? making a living right now? So I've been working for an amusement park that I worked for right out of high school, mm-hmm. but our season ended the uh, first week of November. So now I'm to a point where even that income's gone, so now I need to yeah. see what I'm doing. What do you next. want to do, man? That's a hard question because, you know, I've been for 10 years I've been doing that. So trying to find something else where in what I've worked so hard to build, mm-hmm. it, that's really difficult. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Dave handle the or answer the, the the career part of it. I want you to make sure you don't miss the opportunity to mourn this and put a period at the end of it if you're actually gonna change careers. Otherwise, it's gonna hang on you and it's gonna drag on you. And there's something about having a process about just stopping, getting a couple of people together, and um, talking about how great it was and um, putting an end to it. Otherwise, it's just going to haunt you. Yeah, write it up and burn it in the fire pit in the backyard That's or right. something. Make sure yeah. you mourn it. It sucks, man. I wish there was a nicer way to, to say it and to cheer you on and say, hey, it'll be back. We don't know, man. We just don't know. And make sure you mourn it before you transition. And then you can look at this as an opportunity to go do something that you had burning way in deep inside of you or something different, or you may have to grind it up for a while. Okay, so if you're like our live event team, uh, you've developed some skills that are transferable. Uh, one thing is is that uh, you know how to uh, change and make new decisions very quickly to a new end because you run into um, uh, the unknown frequently. Uh, you roll up on a place and you're supposed to have a, uh, an event go a certain way and all of a sudden there's 73 obstacles that were not in the contract uh, that are thrown in the way, uh, whether it's difficult people or uh, a difficult venue and the load-in dock isn't what it was supposed to be, the lighting tree wasn't where it was supposed to be, whatever it is, and, and there's a lot of uh, fast decisions and quick decisions and moving and pivoting and being flexible. Uh, so you're not going to be a very good bureaucrat. You're the opposite end of the spectrum. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, you don't. you do not want to get tied into something that is extremely process and rigid driven if it's rigid it's going to kill you because you are anything but rigid if you're like our guys because we have to make up crap on the fly sometimes up to three minutes before i walk on the stage so you also are very gifted at speaking diva you're going to be great (laughs) at working with ceos with executives with leaders um, and able to get people to get the best out of themselves and also be able to just smile and say, you got it, and go 
go get a job done, right? When that buries some people, and you've, you've been there. That's right. You've been there. You know how to just take it and move on and um, get to get a get a good show done, and that's a gift, man. Yeah, that's yeah. That, I think there's working with uh, personalities and unusual situations and high stress scenarios, and still getting something done is a transferable skill. We just have to think about where that is and who that's to. Uh, most of our businesses have all been run that way this year. I think we had an advantage at Ramsey Solutions because we have a huge live event department, that, um, and, and I've been neck deep in it for 30 years. So, I, I, you know, when we had to pivot and change a whole bunch of stuff around here quickly, mm-hmm. then we kind of had that skill set even in, and just transferred it into some of the other business units. Mm-hmm. And, and um so things where, where things have to change and where difficult people and obstacles are there, that's a good place where you're going to thrive because it's it gives you energy. That's the thing. And the um, I'm trying to think what that is, but I don't know. So well, I mean, I, I ran into somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm playing my. I'm trying to channel my inner Ken Coleman here. Yeah, I ran into somebody here in the hallway today, and I said, "What gang are you with? Which team here at Ramsey are you with?" And they said, "Well, I was with Live Events, and now I'm helping out with the concierge team." able to answer some questions, give people the, the help they need, able to take somebody who thinks they're in a in a solution-free environment and give them some other options, and that's all stuff they've done backstage. Yeah, talk them off a cliff. That's right. Yeah. And so whether it's yeah. customer service, whether it's hostage working with negotiator. leaders. Hostage negotiator. <laughs> that's right. Um, and there's, it's, it's really endless. Um, and I think he's going to have to find – Jake's going to have to find that balance between grinding yeah. something out and you've got to get some money coming in. Whatever that looks but like. I think you go all the way back to whiteboard and like you were 18 years old or something and go, okay, uh, what do I do with my life now that I know that I know this about me? Right. Because you know what your skills are. You know what your talents are. And um, Ken Coleman talks about the sweet spot where your talents intersect your uh, your passions. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you've got certain passions and certain talents that have been revealed in this 10 years of experience. So it's not wasted. That's right. It's not a. It's, it's not a never cold, wasted. It's not a cold stop and restart. Right. Uh, as much as it feels like it is. So, I'm going to give you a copy of Ken's book, uh, The Proximity Principle, and I want you to go to KenColeman.com, start listening to his podcast. You may even call in and talk to him. He'd probably be more helpful to you than we were. <laughs> but uh, also, you can download tons of uh, free uh, PDF things that'll guide you through the process of self discovery. Uh, and getting clear on where you want to go. And then once you get clear, then you just got to execute and go land there. But I think it starts with mourning the end of something. Yeah. Um, so many people get fired, they get laid off, they get furloughed, and they just go run, jump into the next thing. And that's very similar to somebody divorcing you, and the day after your divorce, you just run in and, and marry somebody. Like, you got to stop, pause, mourn that sucker, and then extract the lessons that it taught you before you just run off into the woods right yeah yeah i mean it, it, it is sad to have loss it is and it doesn't matter what the loss is and we all have them there's sadness That's and right. we've had a bunch of them this year big ones small ones so, yeah yeah you know and, and just to say that out loud is okay it doesn't make you you know a bad person it doesn't make you a child it doesn't make you you know any of those kinds it makes of things. you wise yeah yeah you just go that hurt ouch right you know and then go take the next wobbly step right exactly exactly hang on kelly will pick up we'll get you a copy of ken's book and hopefully that'll help you jake we empathize with you brother because we got a bunch of people around here in the same situation we're working them this is the dave ramsey show Have 
a friend or family member that needs a daily dose of Ramsey advice in their life? Let them know about the Ramsey Call of the Day podcast. It's a quick hit of advice about life and money in under 10 minutes. Check out the Ramsey Call of the Day podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel like you're in a rut and living life just going through the motions? Build confidence in yourself and learn to trust the God who created you. Check out the Christy Wright Show, where Christy inspires you to break through your limitations and create the life you're proud to live. Hey, y'all, I'm Christy Wright. You know, it's so easy to feel stuck. You live life just going through the motions, doing dishes, doing laundry, carpool lines, and a whole list of commitments that bring you no joy. Why do we live like that? That's why I want you to check out The Christy Wright Show. Each episode will help you build confidence in yourself and the God that created you. Hear more from the Ramsey Network, including The Christy Wright Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.